Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Well, the legislative session is over. At least the regular session, but that does not mean there's nothing to talk about when it comes to Alabama politics. So we got to get to the expert we talk to every Monday at this time, Todd Stacy. He is with Alabama Daily News and, of course, host of Alabama Public Television's Capital Journal. Todd, how are you this morning, my friend? I'm great, Yeffy. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So the big news going on in Alabama politics, redistricting Supreme Court case for Supreme Court ruling that really surprised me. I don't know if it surprised you forcing the state to change its districts. And I don't know if I've had you on since the ruling. So I did want to get your general take on what the Supreme Court said about this. Well, the Supreme Court ruling upheld a lower court ruling, right? So the three judge panel of the 11th circuit um, ruled that the, the maps, the the districts, the congressional districts that were passed by the legislature back in 2021, now they do that every 10 years after the census, uh, were in violation of the Voting Rights Act. And, you you know, this was not some kind of crazy liberal court. In fact, you know, I think you had a couple of Trump appointees on this uh, panel. But I, I do think it's a bit of an evolution of jurisprudence as it comes to Voting Rights Act, because remember, back when back before the Shelby Holder decision, back when the state had to pre-clear things like congressional districts through um, the the Department of Justice, our maps were just fine. Um, At least, at least the congressional maps were, and so, uh, so the legislature is, you know the Republicans, at least in the legislature, were a little confused because they thought, look, we've been doing this for the last, you know, ever since really the early 90s. The maps haven't changed that much. It's, you know, one majority black district, which is what, you know, previous courts have wanted. They thought they were doing the right thing, but it turns out the judges were persuaded by arguments from the plaintiffs that, um, you know, given Alabama's black population of you know, 27, 28% to only have one district that's even close to majority black um, is, is unfair. So that's essentially what they did. And the, so the Supreme Court affirmed the the lower court's ruling and, and that lower court has said, okay, Alabama, you have until July 21st uh, to, to present new maps, to pass new maps. And so, and that was the date requested by the attorney general here we go. That that means that means a special session that that would need to be called no later than July seventeenth, and so you'll see something around then. I mean, it takes five days to pass a bill, and so that's why they, I say at the latest. Um, if they think they need more time, I could see the governor calling that a little earlier. But this process has already begun. Um, they're going to have a hearing, the first public hearing. You know the 
permanent legislative committee on reapportionment. That's the panel charged with drawing these maps. They're going to have a their first public hearing this Tuesday at the state house. Um, that's going to be streamed online for anybody that cares to to watch that. But but already we've seen um, proposed maps come forward. We've got a map from the plaintiffs, right? This is Evan Milligan, ACLU, NAACP, and, and other groups that have that brought the challenge. They proposed a, a map that creates an, another majority black district. It, it essentially um, makes the Alabama's second congressional district, that's Montgomery to Dothan, essentially, changes it quite a bit to bring it to just above 50% black. Um, and brings the seventh district from currently about 57% down to like 53, 54. So they, that's, that's what they're going to be pressing at the same time. You've got some other maps being proposed that aren't as drastic of a change. And so the, you know, it's going to be really interesting to watch because yes, you would think the plaintiffs has a, have a, have a, that, that were successful in this lawsuit. They have a lot, of momentum and, and, and maybe some, some sway, but at the end of the day, it's going to be Republicans drawing these maps. It's going to be Republicans voting to pass these maps. So they may want something more you know, and something closer. It doesn't go, you know, it doesn't just hand the district to the Democrat. Um, and, and they could very well do that, but they've got to be careful to make sure that it, it, it passes Supreme Court uh, scrutiny. Were you surprised at all that the Supreme Court went this way? I mean, I kind of was, to be honest. I know John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh sided with the left on the court in this decision. It seemed that a lot of people I talked to were pretty surprised. Well, talking to those who were in the courthouse and in the Supreme Court chambers and watching this, uh, even the, even listening, um, and I, even not even reading through the transcripts, not not if you were there. The folks that were there were not very surprised because they felt like the state asked for too much. You know, this was um, possibly going to be almost the overturning of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. And that that may have just been a little too much to ask. They, they could have um, maybe used some different arguments to make it very specific to Alabama. Right, very specific to the to the charge the legislature had and, and everything, and I, I think there may, perhaps was an opportunity to do that. But folks that I've talked to who were who were in the room, um, you know, thought the judges, the, the justices may have been willing to be very specific to Alabama. They probably could have um, gotten a carve out there to at least preserve these the, the current maps. But when it got to a broader conversation. Um, and if, if you read uh, Robert's ruling and Kavanaugh's uh, concurrence, they, they they talk about the history of racial discrimination. They talk about, uh, it, it, especially as it pertains to voting, right, which is obviously clearly there. And again, I think it's a, an evolution of jurisprudence on this. It used to be okay. I mean. It was, in, in fact, Alabama was requested and, and ordered to draw a, a one majority black district where at least one member of Congress from Alabama was pretty much guaranteed to be black. And that was seen as good and great. 
Um, but that was 30 years ago. And uh, yeah, so I think, like you said, it's it's evolved on this. So surprise, I don't know. I mean, if you just look at it from a purely partisan standpoint, but this this Roberts core, this this you know, it's clearly conservative. It's clearly um, you know six six Republican appointees, but they they vary all the time. These these justices are independent thinkers. You think about Kavanaugh. You think about Gorsuch. These are independent-minded folks, and so in that way, I'm re- I'm really not surprised because on an issue as fraught as you know race and voting, um, you know the state might might should have been better off playing it safe. Yeah, I guess I was surprised because of what you mentioned earlier that it's not like you look at the map and say this is just radically different than what has been accepted in Alabama for years. And it doesn't seem like it's that gerrymandered as, you know, not as bad as you maybe see in some other states. But you're saying, really, Alabama went too far. They're like, okay, we're not just trying to defend our map. We're trying to change the definition of the Voting Rights Act. And the justices were like, no, 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 we're not going to go that far. And because of that, we have to force you guys to change it. That's my reading from from others who are in the court. That's not really my point. I've just been told that by people that I've had on my right. show um, and, and others that have, that have said, yeah, you know, if there was a chance to the Supreme Court to be with us, um, maybe we should have, you know, made the argument more specific and not about, not about the Voting Rights Act being incorrect, but about our map actually complying with the Voting Rights Act, right? So that's, that's sort of the difference is, yeah. If you're up there arguing, well, the Voting Rights Act is way out of sync with the Constitution, well, the justices are going to be a lot less likely to throw out the whole Voting Rights Act, or at least Section 2 of it. Um, whereas if you say, no, 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 this map is in compliance, and here's why. Um, I think that would have been, just based on the exchanges between the justices and the um, the defendants, the, the state, and they were trying to get them to go there. And uh, and they didn't. So, hmm. you know, that, that's that's something people can argue about. But that's that's at least one big reason I think the ruling happened. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. So you've uh, seen some of the maps that some groups are proposing. Any kind of prediction on what you think this map is going to end up looking like? You know, I know you can't draw us a picture on the air, but just kind of a general prediction on what's going to come out of this. Well, I, I encourage you to go every for everybody to go on line to the daily news to see it uh it's just aldailynews.com it's the top story we've got the map proposed by the plaintiffs that you know is a lot different um again we just i described those changes as you know the second district stretching all the way over to the western part of the state the first district now stretching all the way over to the eastern part of the state that's way different but there are also these other maps from uh, Senate Minority Leader Bobby Singleton, that are a lot closer to what we have currently. And what's interesting about, well, at least one of his his maps is it keeps keeps counties together. So, you know, the districts are drawn a- along county lines, and so none of this kind of splitting up counties. That's pretty interesting. I think that could see some people have to be, you know, it is sometimes frustrating to not know exactly what district you're in. And so if you, 
most folks know where the county line is. You know, there, there are signs. So that's interesting. But there are two other proposed maps. So you can go online and just kind of see them all for yourself. There are also links to the population summaries of, okay, you know, what, what, how much does the population change? What's white population, black population, all that. So it's, I encourage you to go on and, and read that because just see it for yourself to visualize what the legislature is going to be asked to look at going forward. Now, from my understanding, and I, I just kind of heard this this morning, but it doesn't have to be two majority minority districts, right? It just has to be competitive. That's the issue. So technically, you could have two competitive districts mapped out of this, but they don't necessarily have to be majority minority. Right. The Supreme Court was careful to qualify that and say that they were convinced, but per the plaintiff's argument, that it was possible to create two majority black districts. Um, but it, but that wasn't necessarily necessary. And so the you know they were they were saying create two districts that if not majority black are close to it. And so what does that mean? Does that mean you know forty five percent? Does that mean forty seven percent? You know where is that line? And I think that's that's really going to be the issue. Is look if they pass the plaintiff's proposed map tomorrow. And and or, you know, just put it on the um, path to passage and, and put it on there. You'd have no trouble from the court, right? Because the the plaintiffs would obviously they they've gotten their way. Um, so that's the that's the easy way out. But and I think a lot of Republicans might be resistant to that because that that one basically does create a new Democratic district. These other maps are really interesting though, and so they're not they they don't go majority. They don't create a new majority black district. In fact, they create two districts that are not quite majority black. Well, the question there is: Would the courts accept that? Uh, I could see them. I could see them not accepting that because, you know, imagine the consequence of redistricting being we went from one district that was majority black to zero districts that were majority black, and the, and the Republicans would say, "Well, y'all made us do this." Yeah. You, you know, we we thought everybody was happy. You made us do this, but so the, the risk there is: does the court reject that, and they and then they're back at the drawing board? Yeah, I mean, I that's what I want Republicans to do. But I wonder if they're just like, look, we don't want this to go to the courts again, so we'll make two majority minority districts. I, I'm speaking with Todd Stacy, Alabama De- Public Television's Capital Journal host, also with Alabama Daily News. Todd. I appreciate all the details you gave us. Very informative, and we'll talk to you again in the future. All right, yeah, it'd be good. You as well. Coming up next, we do have our local news update here on the Yaffe Program, plus the Sunny News Show recap in the next hour. Lots to get to. Stay with us. It's the Yaffe Program on W. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is where projects come to life. 
Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom. BNN. If you get a custom-tailored suit, it's going to fit perfectly and make you look great. Think about that with a Noble First for your organization. No matter what the size of your company is, a Noble First will analyze your data and collaborate with you to custom-tailor digital solutions so you can focus on making your organization grow. When it comes to data-centric solutions specifically for your organization, choose a Noble First. A Noble First makes living simple. See for yourself at anoblefirst.com, E-N-N-O-B-L-E-First.com.